At GoDaddy.com, we believe you can do amazing things on the internet. Start with a domain name, then build yourself a website or have GoDaddy build one for you. From hosting and online shopping carts to SSL certificates, GoDaddy has the tools you need at prices to fit any budget. Get your .com for $5.49 when you use the code LAP1 at checkout. GoDaddy.com. Domains, websites, and everything in between. And welcome along to another interview we've got for you today with Nathan Jurovicius, the mind behind Scary Girl, which is a PSN game you can buy right now. Hi, Nathan. Hello there. How are you doing, uh, Ben and Simon? Very well, thank Ben. Yes, yeah, this is Ben. Yes, That's this like... is Simon. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. It, um, it's it's early here. Uh, you know, nine thirty in the morning. Uh, usually on a Sunday, on you know a few hours later in waking up but it was uh, actually really nice to talk to you guys and you too you seem like a very nice person i think we're going to get on well nathan oh thanks very much yeah well you know it's when, when you're this far away from uh, you know the other side of the world you, i can be really nice but probably in person i'm you know <laughs> a, bit, a bit more menacing yeah we all know how difficult it is to be horrible on the internet so oh yes i think it's yeah, the yeah. opposite mm. most people <laughs> on the internet are, i mean <laughs> Yeah, So Ben, you have you have a question you ask everyone at the start of all our interviews. Oh yes. Um just just so we get sort of a, a grounding of the type of person that you are, Nathan. Uh yes. would you rather fight a dozen duck sized horses or a dozen horse sized ducks? Oh, a dozen I'd rather fight the the ducks that are horse sized ducks or duck sized yes. horses yeah. uh, no horse sized ducks really yeah just because I feel I feel less it sounds weird but I feel less sorry for the for the ducks um, <laughs> like I, even because you imagine like a little cute little horse you know that's like <laughs> that's coming toward you kind of want to like you know put a little action figure on it and you know cuddle up with it and stuff whereas like a duck like a duck doesn't matter if it's small or big just is like, ugly. You but know, you can't just, have empathy for it. It's going. It's trying to cause you grievous bodily harm. Oh, that's a guy. I just. I think I'd let the horses just run over me like stampede. All That's a bit weird. But they're so yeah, lovely. Is, I know it's so nice. Wow, I'm getting. I'm getting killed. But I just love these little horse hooves just tapping <laughs> them. It's like a little. Oh, God, I know. What a pleasant way to die. <laughs> the broken rib punctures your lung. They're so lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it's so nice, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, did you say horses or ponies? Uh, we're gonna say we're gonna say Shire horses. So we're talking oh, yeah, massive, oh, very okay. big, eight-foot oh, yeah, monsters. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, perfect. You want to yeah. fight the ducks still? Yeah, still the ducks. Yeah. Okay. Imagine the noise a duck could make when it was that big. Oh yeah, I know. I know. It's it's just I I don't know what it is. It's just I feel more. I, I feel. I mean, you know, I love animals, but I ha if I had to choose, I think it would be the duck that would have to go. Okay. I hope that doesn't offend anyone, yeah. <laughs> well, lots of people eat ducks, so... 
That's true. There's a fair chance yeah, that someone's going to be very upset. A horse-sized duck that mm. could feed so many people at a Chinese restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. A press so once you've killed like... it, at least that you can do something with the body. Mm. Yes. Yeah, but I think horse meat's illegal in most places. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've never tried horse meat. I think we should. Can't be that hard to cultivate your own. Uh, your own horse meat. Yeah. Lots of horses yeah, no, die. Yeah, I'm not sure about it, like a Clydesdale or anything like that, or whatever. But <laughs> probably, probably if there was a nicely genetically modified horse that you could. No, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But it's too early here. <laughs> <laughs> Stepping on dangerous ground now. Yeah, so mm. we'll, we'll move on to the first question. Uh, first of all, for the listeners, can you give us a quick overview of what the game is about? Yeah, well, the um, it's actually based on uh, sort of a, a brand that I developed about 10 years ago um, called Scary Girl. And uh, during that time, I've sort of been creating uh, lots of like limitation toys and books and even another sort of... Uh, game online and the character is about this girl who's been abandoned uh, mysteriously and she's been found by a giant octopus called Blister and uh, the game kind of the premise of the game is this girl uh, is being disturbed by these visions Uh, she wakes up she speaks to Blister the octopus about what's going on and then there's this side story about this leaf that gets found and the leaf belongs to this tree called the Tree of Knowledge, and he asks Scary Girl to go search and find out why this tree is is uh, dying, and in the process also discover her past about these weird dreams she's having about this man called Doctor Maybe. So there you go. Wow. I, I hope that didn't confuse you too much. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a weird game. The minute I played it, I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening, but but I'll keep moving to the right, and hopefully I'll find out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the the book is probably a little bit clearer, and uh, and uh, the um, that's pretty much all I can say. Really. Without ruining anything. Yes. Without ruining anything. Yes. How do you uh, plan to or hope that the game will stand out from other sort of AAA retail releases coming out at the moment? Yeah, it's kind of interesting because it's. Uh, I mean, the the game we created, I suppose, is a little bit more sort of indie so you know it's hard to sort of uh necessarily compete with you know like a triple a title but you know what we're trying to do is uh with ours is you know the visuals um you know the whole sort of background the world um the concept behind it is what we're trying to make stand out so yeah i think visually um for me especially at, at being kind of um you know the visual person behind it um i want that to be a real standout uh for people um, who see it so uh, you know, hopefully that's um, you know successful in doing so, and also just, I mean, I think just the, the concept itself uh, is fairly uh, fairly unusual. Um, it's not meant to be unusual for the sake of being unusual. It's that's just what the history of the, the story has been for the last ten years. But hopefully that also stands out as something interesting to players that they haven't necessarily seen as much. So I didn't know it was part of this bigger merchandise almost. Um, is there any kind of way that in the UK you can go out and buy the book or you can go out and buy the, the toys that you talked about? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, there's a, um, one, one company I work with is called Kid Robot and, uh, Kid Robot used to release a lot of, um, the toys and there's a store, I think in London, um, and there's a bunch of, uh, 
sort of you know independent uh, sort of designer toy places throughout the UK where you can buy I think the book and also the um, and the toys but most of the toys because they are limited edition have already uh, sold out so okay. um, yeah kind of got to I've got to make some new ones now <laughs> um, am I right in saying that this game came out on the PC before it came out on the on PSN it it did but the the PC version is actually a, a totally different version to the the game okay. that's on the PSN so it's a it was actually a flash game, sort of flash, sort of adventure type game, um, and this new game is based on on that game and also the uh, the graphic novel that came out. But it's a it's a very uh, different uh, visually, um, even story wise, it's it's different as well. Um, so there's quite a substantial change from the PC one to this one. Um, though it is going on, this version will be actually going onto PC. Okay, um, if I wanted to, could I go and play the one that's on Flash just now, on online? You could, yeah, you could, yeah. It's actually, that's actually a free game uh, on okay. the, um, the Scrap Girl website. Um, but this one here is a, yeah, the new one is actually quite a, a substantial upgrade from, from that uh, original game. Um, was, there, was there any specific inspiration that you drew from? Because it sort of, it screamed Tim Burton to me when I was playing it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, um, I mean, you know, having... You know, made this so long ago. Uh, there was there was a lot of inspirations probably back when I was. I mean, I can't even remember how old I was, but it was, you know, 10, 11 years ago when I was creating the, the characters and concept. Um, so there was probably probably at that time I was also inspired a lot by um, a lot of folk tales that I was working on um, with some various uh, companies. So uh, there was a, a Croatian series that I worked on um, with a Croatian. Uh, multimedia company and uh, that sort of inspired me um, the characters actually came out from a lot of editorial work that I was doing for um, magazines in Australia um, so one of the characters actually popped out of, of that character but yeah I mean obviously you know I, you know I love things like you know Nightmare Before Christmas is something that you know is a classic thing that everyone loves um, you know a lot of Eastern European fairy tales um, and also things from like Japan as well I love um, uh, like I, I went to Japan to do an exhibition a number of years ago, and just that sort of also influenced me as well. Um, so, what was the what was the reason for actually starting to develop um, a character without it having a a media format yet? Us usually, uh, you'd make a, a character for a book or for a film, but this is kind of for anything. Yeah, it was it was kind of it was a character that I actually originally. Uh, like 10 years ago, I was uh, thinking, uh, I saw this character, I, I liked it, I thought maybe it would actually make an interesting, just really, really basic, simple, uh, interactive uh, thing online. I was sort of learning how to use the internet um, and uh, how to sort of make my own little games. So this was actually originally was going to be a, a basic game, um, but that got put on hold and a guy actually mysteriously from from Hong Kong rang me up one night and asked if I wanted to make adult toys. And uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know what he meant, um, but then he sent me this giant box of um, toys and they're all these, uh, you know, really interesting toys from Hong Kong, Japan that weren't on the mass market, but were just toys that didn't actually have to have any backstories. Mm -hmm. They were just based on purely interesting uh, character designs. And so that's actually how the Scary Girl became kind of this sort of toy series. And then from there, simultaneously, I was developing uh, little comics that 
linked to what the character was about. So it's not marital aids. Uh, no, no, it was definitely uh, But I was really excited that you know that maybe they had potential to move to that market because I, you know, I heard it's really <laughs> big market. You know, maybe I'd be richer than than, than I than I am. <laughs> you know, at least I'd have some more money than I am now. I can only imagine the sort of dark and twisted marital aids that would come out of Scary Girl, tentacles and all yeah. that, all that kind of stuff. Goodness me, it go down a storm in Japan. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. I was so innocent when I created it. I didn't realize that that you know the whole tentacle thing would be uh, twisted around. But you know, <laughs> you know, I recently read people going, "Oh yeah, you know, girl with a tentacle and an octopus. Yeah, right. You know, say no more." <laughs> wow. So it is uh, the character bigger in Japan than she is in anywhere else? Uh, it's it's sort of it's probably not bigger in Japan. I mean, it was probably a re- first. Coming, it first came out um, more in Hong Kong, so it was okay. probably more of a, um, a yeah Hong Kong based uh, figure, and then um, and then you know in Australia it sort of has a little nice little following, and actually just lots of little countries it has a good little sort of indie following. So, um, how many people were involved in making the PSN game that's out just now? Uh, we had about fifteen people um, making it, so. There was probably a, probably a little bit less than that actually day to day, but probably as a as a group it was about fifteen people. So fairly um, fairly small, yeah. Is that a studio that's got a name? Because on the website it just says uh, it just says uh, your name. It doesn't say a studio or a developer. Are, are you you meaning for the for the PSN and and uh, games? Yes, it has. There's actually a game a company called uh, Tick Games, um, which is based in. Uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. So they're, yeah, they're the game. They're the game guys. I have their website up now. Actually, I think I've played a number of their minis. Are they just sort of like an, an indie developer type thing? So if you bring an idea to them, they'll help you bring it to fruition in a way. Well, actually, what happened is um, there was actually a guy um, from the UK who was, um, I think, an ex Hudson um, employee, and uh, he was actually he actually brought the game. Because uh, he actually liked the the PC original PC version and also the graphic novel, so he actually brought that game to Tick Games and said that uh, he he thinks that it would be a good game to actually make into a PSN game, and uh, so that's actually how that came. They he approached them and then they approached us. Nice. Okay. Um, so for the listeners that might be thinking about buying this, what kind of gameplay can you find when you when you play the game? Well, I mean, it has it has a fair. Uh, diverse amount of uh, gameplay. I mean, the character itself um, it sort of is more of a. It's like a platform slash combat type game. Uh, she has um, obviously, you know, there's lots of you know different levels, um, you know, alternate paths that you can take in the game. Um, you know, there's the the standard sort of you know boss battles that you have. Um, there's uh, Upgrades to Scary Girl's, um, you know, tentacle arm, which helps you uh, in various situations throughout the game. Um, there's also uh, like a, a local co-op um, with your kind of mentor, uh, Bunny Guru, um, which and he has a, you know a bunch of interesting sort of moves that are that are quite different to Scary Girl. Um, what else can I say? There's a, uh, you know, yeah, lots of lots of different environments. Um, and then uh, a little sort of twist at the end of the game where you've got sort of a sort of a multiple choice um, of where you want to take the game at the end. 
Yeah. How long does the uh, game take to complete, approximately? Have you taken any steps to uh, to sort of make it more replayable in terms of collectibles and things like that? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, sort of the general consensus on the amount of hours to play it is probably around the five, six hours, um, depending on, I mean, if you have co-op, it may be quicker, um, but then there's a lot of collectibles um, throughout the game uh, that will give you replay value because they're quite hard in some areas to get all the um, like the little gems and the and the little collectibles throughout the game. So if you're a real sort of you know completionist, then um, you'll be at there for at the game long much longer than you know just a general mm. player who wants to sort of mash through it. Yeah. And it has sort of a accompanying uh, trophies and, and and so on, and that, that would yeah, exactly. compel you yeah, to exactly. keep playing. Yes, yeah. There's there's little collectibles like little um little mini vinyl figures that you can get to um, collect and put into the uh, scary girl's house. Um, there's also uh, some alternate little paths in the game which uh, you can you know play it one way and then you can play that level again and and you know collect more things on the alternate paths. Um, and uh, if you collect everything in a level without dying, you can get a uh, uh, what's called a um, a perfection score, um, and there's things like leaderboards as well that uh, you know, you know, you so you can compete against your friends and all that sort of stuff. Um, the, yeah, you said earlier that there's lots that. of different <laughs> uh, environments, so the levels are quite diverse in mechanics, appearance, enemy types, but there's always this theme, this style that goes along with it. How did you manage to accomplish that? Uh, yeah, trying to get sort of sort of a uh, consistency in style, um, it, it was was quite hard. Um, and we did have uh, another art director called Adrian, um, who was actually uh, sort of working working with uh, Tick Games. Um, he was and he was actually from originally from the Hudson Gaming Company, and he he was really good at also uh, looking at the the graphic novel, looking at all the um, the past reference materials that we had on Scary Girl, and trying to sort of Emulate that, that as clear as possible in the in the actual uh, game itself. Um, so there's a lot of sort of you know toing and froing between the the, uh, the developer and 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 us on the art side, saying you know um, it needs this kind of atmosphere and you know make sure that the the characters are consistent and the the worlds are consistent. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fairly difficult thing, I, I must say. Um, so how closely did you work with the with the developers to ensure that that style was there? Yeah, I mean, my, my role originally uh, was just uh, more of a sort of a basic concept artist. And um, so I wasn't actually, uh, you know, hands-on to begin with. It was more from a distance. And uh, as the game kind of progressed, I think they th- thought it might be a, a good idea to sort of bring me in a little bit closer. So yeah. I did sort of visit um, the studio um, on and off for, you know, like a week here, a week there, just going through the levels and, and, you know, adjusting kind of, you know, fog levels and, and lighting and um, just trying to help give it a consistent um, look. But, yeah, it, it was sort of interesting when you're working kind of, you know, hundreds of miles away from a, from a company to try and, um, you know, give it that, that look. But I think the art director um, who was working on it in-house um, also was, a, was doing a good job to try and keep it consistent as well. What sets uh, Scary Girl apart from other PSN games, do you think? Well, I mean, 
you know, maybe I'm a bit biased, but I think uh, on a sort of a character and visual level, I think it definitely for a, um, you know for its for what it is, it's different to a lot of the things that are out there. Mm. Um, that's probably you know probably the number one thing for me is it's quite unique in that look. Um, you said you earlier you mentioned uh, leaderboards, but I haven't been able to find them. And on the main menu, there's a big blackboard on the left. Is that oh. is that where the leaderboards are meant to be? That, that's a very good question. I actually uh, I, I don't know. I mean, played it on the um, the the Xbox. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on the Xbox, where do you find the leaderboards? Uh, I think it is actually. That's a good question too. I think I assume that it's on the um, uh, on the uh, blackboard as well, but yeah. uh, I'm I could be uh, totally um, wrong with that. As you can tell, I'm I'm my main probably uh, role on it was sort of more on a visual thing. So yeah. looking at like the leaderboards are was kind of a uh, bit of mystery to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's kind of it's it's always interesting when you play a game like this, uh, or you know sort of develop one where. You know, your role is more on a visual thing, and you're kind of trusting, uh, you know, game mechanics, gameplay to the actual uh, developers. You sort of have to sort of step back and go, okay, well, you know, you guys do your thing because I I'm not actually skilled on that on that level. So yeah, uh, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, who made the music for the game, and was it was it written specifically for the game? My brother. My brother is the, does all all the music for all my projects. He's he's an amazing uh, kind of a musician. And uh, for this game, I think it was specific for the game. Um, but we wanted to have something that was a fairly sort of, I suppose, low key, um, you know, not too in your face style music. Um, but yeah, he he always does all the music for for every kind of project that I'm involved in. Um. Why wasn't online co-op added? Uh, do you have any idea? Obviously, you weren't as in touch with the the gameplay aspect, but there's a local two-player, which is really fun, and it seemed like it would have been the natural step to just have it multiplayer online as well. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's something that uh, you know, personally, I think would have been great. Technically, um, I'm not sure if that was a um, an expense issue or a, a management issue um, that they, the game company, couldn't um, deal with. It being such a sort of a small, small yeah. um, little team, I think it was probably hard for them to do that. Are you aware uh, of the? Uh, sorry, carry on. No, 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 no. I, I was just. I mean, you might be able to give me more insight into it, but it's. Uh, I assume that um, there's there is quite a lot of day to day kind of management of of you know. Uh, Servers you know, and, on, and things. Serve, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you aware of the PlayStation Vita at all? I am actually. Yeah. Um. Only only uh, briefly, but but I am aware of of it's sort of like a what a better upgrade of the uh, the original uh, sort of PlayStation Portable. Is it? Yeah. It's it's a PSP two essentially. Yeah. Sony are just awkward and decided not to name it that to confuse everybody. <laughs> Yeah, Vita. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, because my dad's name's Vit, so I, I kind of. Oh. It was sort of linked to that somehow, but uh, it's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> it would be nice, though, wouldn't it? It would. Just, uh, you know, a little, a little like handheld device. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm holding dad in my cradling him, you know, and next to me is those miniature horses, you know. <laughs> wow. Um, so Insight into your mind. 
if yeah. you if you could um i don't know how in touch you are with the studio anymore but would you be up for bringing scary scary girl to the to the playstation vita you know, I mean, I would, yes. I, I think that seems like a natural kind of yeah. progression. Um, and I, I suppose I'll just have to wait and see what the um, studio has to uh, has to do um, next. I mean, I know that they do have a um, you know, there is a, some DLC in the works. Um, awesome. Some, yeah, at some extra levels. So that's something that they're pushing forward, um, and maybe that may be on the on the Vita. Um, I'm not sure. Are you working on anything at the moment, video game related, or do you, or do you plan on uh, following up Scary Girl with a sequel or something like that? Uh, well, I'm actually um, Scary Girl is always a like a an ongoing uh, project for me. So, I mean, one thing that we're actually doing is a, um, a for a while now has been developing a feature film based around Scary Girl, which oh, is brilliant. very different. Yeah, very different to the um, the actual game. Um, it's, it's a different story. Um, visually, it's um, it, will be different as well. Um, but I'm also working on uh, another project um, that is video game related, um, and that's with the ABC in Australia. Um, and it's based on a, a series uh, of characters called Palader, which is sort of an owl, an owl, that I've, um, an owl series that I've been doing. And uh, that game will actually be um, launching probably March next year. Fantastic. Uh, well, we'll get you on to talk about yeah. that then. So do you, do you have yeah. any more information about that game? Will it be coming to PlayStation or is it online uh, it's an, Flash? It's a, yeah, it's an online game created in Unity. Okay. And um, it will eventually have an output onto Steam. And yeah. also during that time we're creating a series of uh, two-minute little shorts that will be shown on uh, ABC TV. And um, we are talking to other companies um, outside of Australia to... Um, to further develop that game as well. Fantastic. Uh, so the game's out on PSN. Uh, do you know how much it costs? Uh, $10. $10. Which so... is, um, I'm sure what that is in, in pounds, but um, it's probably like it's probably like one pound or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I don't know the conversion rate, but yeah. What is that in pounds anyway? What is $10? Is it like $7.99 US? maybe? That, that that sounds about right. Yeah, it's probably what they'll put it up for, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, you know, so the price of a, you know, I don't even know what the price of a couple of coffees. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be uh, daft not to. So you've played the yeah. game from from start to finish, yeah. I I have. There's there's been a few levels where I've had to uh um, uh, while I was you know doing you know playing it testing it, I sort of had to skip a few just so that because I, <laughs> I was on short short, short times in the um. In the uh, development um, studio, so um, yeah, it was kind of a. But I have played, yeah, I've played it all. It's just um, I, I'm rambling here. You might want to edit that. Yeah. Well, I'm only asking because uh, it's only just came out, so I've been trying to finish it before this interview. But it is so hard in places. Yes, it can be really difficult. That, that definitely, definitely one thing is that it does spike up like, during the. Um, during its uh, gameplay, and, and one of the secrets I think of of the actual game itself is really utilize the um, the upgrades you can do with Scary Girl's tentacle. I think when players are playing it, they're not probably using the full capacity of what Scary Girl can do, and that actually helps dramatically in uh, the the hard levels. Um, 
you know, there's there's certain functions that can't really be achieved unless you uh, upgrade her um, little uh, hook arm, and uh, you know, obviously having you know co-op helps a lot um, in that as well, just with certain um, boss levels as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's been awesome having you on, and uh, we look forward to your next your next uh, project coming out in March, two thousand and thirteen. Yes. I'm looking forward to uh, talking to you guys again. Yeah, thanks. Thank you so much, Nathan. (laughs) Thanks very much. See you guys. Cheers. GoDaddy.com, we believe you can do amazing things on the internet. Start with a domain name, then build yourself a website or have GoDaddy build one for you. From hosting and online shopping carts to SSL certificates, GoDaddy has the tools you need at prices to fit any budget. Get your .com for $5.49 when you use the code LAP1 at checkout. GoDaddy.com, domains, websites and everything in between.